Welcome into your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Friday, mostly cloudy. Chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 60 to 65. Northwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour, gusting up to 30 miles an hour in the afternoon. 50-50 chance of precipitation. Tonight, breezy and colder. Mostly cloudy, 50-50 chance of rain in the evening. Then mostly clear after midnight. Lows 30 to 35. North winds 15 to 25 miles an hour, shifting to the northwest 5 to 15 miles an hour after midnight. Saturday, sunny in the morning, then partly cloudy, with a 20% chance of rain in the afternoon. Highs 55 to 60. Northwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday night, mostly cloudy. 20% chance of rain in the evening. Lows 30 to 35. Northeast winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Sunday, mostly cloudy. 20% chance of rain in the afternoon. Highs around 50. East winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Sunday night, partly cloudy, lows around 30. Monday, mostly cloudy, highs 50 to 55. Monday night, partly cloudy, lows 30 to 35. Tuesday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain, highs 50 to 55. Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, 50-50 chance of rain, lows around 35. Wednesday, partly cloudy, 50-50 chance of rain, highs 55 to 60. Wednesday night, partly cloudy, lows 35 to 40. Thursday, partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain, highs 60 to 65. The Toole County Sheriff's Office have successfully located and arrested a man that was reported at the Haver Sector Border Patrol on Monday. Chief Patrol Agent Sean McGoffin said, quote, I am proud of our law enforcement partners and concerned citizens that help in maintaining a watchful eye on the northern border. This is an example of the outstanding cooperation we share with our communities and law enforcement partners, end quote. The original report stated the man was seen north of Shelby and south of Interstate 15 with a backpack. When approached, the man ran away and attempted to conceal himself from the onlooker. Sweetgrass Border Patrol agents then located the individual, who openly admitted he was a citizen of Mexico, and had crossed the border illegally. The man was arrested and relocated to a location outside the United States. Governor Steve Bullock announced on Thursday that gyms, fitness studios, museums, and movie theaters will be allowed to reopen Friday, May 15th. With this addition to the Phase 1 guidelines, these businesses have been asked to adhere to strict COVID-19 requirements as they prepare to reopen. Bullock said, quote, In consultation with public health experts, we have determined that these businesses can carefully reopen under strict capacity social distancing and sanitation guidelines, end quote. For swimming pools, the CDC found that water will inactivate COVID-19 as long as pool personnel maintain it properly. All businesses are required to keep their capacity at 50%, wear masks, increase facility sanitation and maintain the six-feet rule. For a full list of reopening guidelines, visit covid19.mt.gov. The four-way race in the Democratic primary for Senate District 16, which stretches from Box Elder to just west of Culbertson, is heating up. One of the candidates is Mike Fox of Hayes. Fox is a member of the Fort Belknap Tribal Council and was formerly the chair of Island Mountain Development Group. Fox says he is running for office to provide tribes with more participation in state government and to increase economic development in rural Montana. And I think that could help our rural areas out quite a bit to get that interest back in having a repair shop, a uh, you know, small uh, mom-and-pop hardware store and things like that. Fox says his life experience, including time working in tribal law enforcement, makes him the ideal person to represent a district that encompasses portions of three reservations. 
realizing what the reservations face with this epidemic of drugs, especially meth, that has affected every reservation a little bit more severely than you know the rest of Montana, and the shortage and the shortcomings of the federal government to provide law enforcement services. Stay tuned to New Media Broadcasters for more profiles of 2020 primary candidates. Governor Steve Bullock announced on Wednesday that $10 million in aid will be available to child care providers throughout the state. This monetary assistance will be available to anyone participating in the Best Beginning Scholarship Program. Providers with up to six children are eligible for $3,000. Providers with seven to 12 children are eligible for $5,000. And providers with 13 or more children are eligible for $8,000. Bullock said, quote, we know many Montana families have been balancing working and caring for children at the same time over the last several weeks and need sustainable and safe child care options to continue working, end quote. For more information on how to apply, visit bestbeginnings.mt.gov. Turning to state news. The number of unemployment claims in Montana filed last week declined and some small schools opened their doors to students as the state continues to relax restrictions meant to stop the spread of the coronavirus. For the fourth straight day, the state government of Montana reported no new COVID-19 cases. Thursday morning from 465 tests run on Wednesday. However, Gallatin County reported two new cases Thursday afternoon. Federal data shows Montana processed 4,263 new unemployment claims for the week ending May 2nd. That brings the total of new claims to just over 100,000 since the stay-at-home order was issued. Last week's claims were a 72% decrease from the previous week. A judge sentenced a Bozeman, Montana man to 80 years in prison for fatally shooting his female roommate a year ago. The AP reports William Frederick Bailey will serve his sentence in Montana State Prison after pleading guilty in February to killing 59-year-old Cynthia Carol Wills. Prosecutors say Bailey shot Wills after a confrontation over whether she was spending time with another man. Attorney Bridget Carneal asked the judge to impose a 55-year sentence. Judge John Brown said Bailey deserved to be incarcerated for the rest of his life or under state supervision. A Montana city has received more than $1.1 million from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency to clean up industrial sites. The AP reports the Environmental Protection Agency announced Wednesday Missoula was among 151 communities nationwide to share $65.6 million in grants. The money is distributed through the agency's Brownfields program, which funds site cleanups where future use is affected by contaminants. Missoula has received $5 million in EPA Brownfields grants since 1990 which the city has used for about 20 cleanups. The new grant will include more than $326,000 for contaminant removal at a future housing site. A federal magistrate is recommending a former Bureau of Indian Affairs law enforcement officer pay $1.6 million to the woman he coerced into sex and impregnated while he was on duty. Magistrate Judge Timothy Kavon made the recommendation in a lawsuit filed against Dana Bullcoming. Kavon recommended over $250,000 for the cost of raising the child, $360,000 for the woman's altered life course, and $1 million for pain and suffering. The woman's attorney says she feels vindicated even if she's unable to collect the damages. The recommendation must be reviewed by a U.S. District Court judge. Bullcoming is serving a three-year prison term. The mermaids will be back to work at a Montana tiki bar that has a back wall of a window into a motel swimming pool.
Prior to coronavirus-related closures, Mermaid swam in the O'Hare Motor Inn pool to entertain patrons at the Sip and Dip Lounge in Great Falls. As owner Sandra Thayers began preparing to reopen this week, she asked regulators if the mermaids could return to work. The county said no, believing that pools could not yet reopen. The governor's office clarified that hotel pools could reopen. The county asked that the sip and dip only allow one mermaid in the pool at a time. Sandra Thayers said the mermaid, performing Wednesday, got in a few times with a mask on. Somewhere high in a tree south of Clarkston, two bald eagle chicks are settling into a new home. The AP reports two eaglets were placed in a new nest on Wednesday, giving them a new shot at life in the wild. The eaglets were rescued April 24th after two adult bald eagles were found dead below the nest on state trust lands just east of Interstate 90 in North Bozeman, according to Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. They spent less than a week at the Montana Raptor Conservation Center before being placed in their new home. Turning to regional news... A national railway company has announced two of its facilities in Wyoming will close and 122 employees will be laid off in response to difficult coal industry markets. The AP reports BNSF Railway is scheduled to close its maintenance facility in Guernsey June 5th and its Donkey Creek facility near Rosette July 7th. Company spokeswoman Maya LaSalle says the announcement came Wednesday in response to changing business conditions and projected lower demand. Company officials say some employees will have the option to transfer to other facilities. Despite similar closures elsewhere, including the elimination of 19 salaried and 344 craft positions nationwide. Hundreds of wild bison would be transferred from federal lands to a South Dakota American Indian Reservation and a North Dakota National Park under the latest initiative to restore the burly animals to western U.S. lands. Bison once roamed North America in the tens of millions, but were driven to near extinction in the 1880s. Tribal officials say up to 200 bison could be transferred to South Dakota's Rosebud Sioux Reservation this fall. An unspecified number of bison would be moved from Colorado's Rocky Mountain Arsenal to Theodore Roosevelt. Roosevelt National Park. U.S. Interior Secretary David Bernhardt this week announced a 10-year initiative to advance bison restoration efforts. The company that operates the largest coal-fired power plant in North Dakota says it will close the factory and replace most of its energy with new wind farms in Minnesota. Great River Energy said its Coal Creek Station in west-central North Dakota will be shuttered in the second half of 2022. The plant that has operated for more than 40 years employs 260 workers. Great River supplies electricity to 28 rural Minnesota cooperatives, serving about 1.7 million people. Great River CEO David Segau said the decision approved by the company's board Thursday morning was driven by economics. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel for Hill County. Winter wheat is $4.28. Spring wheat is $4.69. For Blaine County, winter wheat is $4.18. Spring wheat is $4.64. For Liberty County, winter wheat is $4.33. Spring wheat is $4.69. For Shoto County, winter wheat is $4.28. Spring wheat is 469. And for Phillips County, winter wheat is 413. Spring wheat is 459. And that does it for your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Friday, stay safe out on the roads, and make sure to do your part to help flatten the curve.